My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. There is opposition in all things. Have you ever looked at the opposition in the characters of the Book of Mormon? Nephi versus Laman and Lemuel, Jacob versus Sherem, Abinadi versus King Noah, the Anti-Nephi-Lehi's versus the Lamanites, Alma the Younger versus Korahor, Captain Moroni versus Amalekiah and his brother Amaron, Mormon and Moroni versus, well, everybody. It's really kind of cool how almost every story with a righteous character or a group of characters has to deal with an unrighteous character or group of characters. There's protagonist versus antagonist. Why couldn't we just have stories about the good guys? It's them that we want to be like, right? So why would Heavenly Father give us scriptures that tell stories about the bad guys too? So I started to think about it like this. Try to imagine a Nephi without a layman and a Lemuel. I can't. Nephi without his brothers who are so opposite of him and whine and complain almost every step of the way and just in general make life harder for everybody, that version of Nephi is not nearly as cool. It's the fact that Nephi faced opposition, even from his family, that makes what he is able to accomplish and what he chooses to do so impressive. Same thing with Abinadi. If all we had were the teachings of Abinadi, that would be pretty cool. He is an amazing teacher. But if you take away the fact that he was bound in front of a very antagonistic group of people, the king even, who had the power to do whatever he wanted to with Abinadi, then you lose some of the power and boldness of what he was saying to the men who were the supposed religious leaders of the day. He was calling them out for the hypocrites that they were. And who is Captain Moroni without Amalekiah and the kingmen to stand up against? It's the opposition they faced that makes what they did so great, so worth talking about. I also think that there are bad guys in the scriptures to give us a chance to compare ourselves to them too to notice the patterns of the bad guys and try to avoid them. Laman and Lemuel were slow to obey and never did anything with a cheerful heart. King Noah, even after Abinadi's words and the spirit had hit home to him and he was ready to listen, decided instead to listen to the men around him. Korahor told Alma and Sherem told Jacob that he wouldn't believe in Christ unless he had a sign. The Lamanites, for years and years, held on to the false traditions of their fathers that closed them off from the missionary efforts of the Nephites and kept them from the light of the gospel in their lives and in their families. The Nephites even, in a cycle that goes through the entire book, start to get rich, life gets a little easier, and they forget to call on God. They don't pray anymore. And right near the end, they consciously turn away from their Heavenly Father and from their Savior and put their faith and their trust in their own strength. When they win any battle, they take the glory for it, and then they swear to avenge their dead. They're promising 
to keep the fighting going. They want to fight. Bring it on, they say. Reading about the heroes in the Book of Mormon and trying to emulate their qualities is so important. And we should focus on their teachings and we should consciously try to be like them and learn from them. But we shouldn't waste the lessons we can learn from the bad guys. As I likened the bad examples of some of these people, I realized that sometimes I complain like Laman and Lemuel. I'm slow to respond to the counsel of the prophet. I come up with reasons, excuses really, of why I can't do that right now. Like I had all sorts of excuses for why I shouldn't follow President Nelson's most recent counsel to prepare myself for the next general conference. I have since repented, though, and I'm doing better. Sometimes I can also be like the Lamanites, holding so hard to traditions or old ways of doing things that I can't move forward. I'm also like King Noah sometimes, holding the opinions of men above the opinions of God. I think that I can relate to almost all of the bad guys in one way or another. So I guess that means I need to do what all the good guys kept telling the bad guys to do. I need to repent, to believe in God and have faith in Christ. I'm not going to change all of those things in one day. I mean, if I line up with all these bad guys, that's a lot of weaknesses to work on. But a little at a time, relying on my Savior, I can become more like the good guys, more like the men and women who boldly stood up to their antagonists and chose to live amazing, wonderful stories through the opposition they faced. That's the opportunity which opposition provides. We can either choose to use it to make a great story, or we can choose to let it swallow us whole. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.